we will come back to Edward in a vent in the men's room and Harold hiding behind an Iron Maiden in the medieval exhibit of the Smithsonian. The museum is now closed. The lights have been turned off. We're going to see what they're going to do now. Let's start with Edward. It's been a while since you've seen Harold. You are now in pitch black darkness, an event in the bathroom. And I'd like to know where you go from here. Armed with my lighter and my very nice watch, I check to make sure that it's been a couple of hours before I venture out into the waiting arms of the guards. You wait a little while in the darkness. You will periodically hear the bathroom door open. You'll hear what sounds like a step in. Then you'll hear a step out and the door shuts. That'll happen three times in those two hours. And then you'll climb out. Yeah, I'll shimmy down because my old man knees are dying trying to keep the pressure up. It's much easier climbing out. Gravity does assist you. You'll probably not land very gracefully, but you'll land on the bathroom floor. What do you want to do now? Armed with a little bit of the timing of the patrols, I'm going to make sure to leave at the maximum time between getting checked in. Do you want to wait for the next check to come? Actually, it might be better to wait for the Master Thief to come check on me. Let's hope he does. Master Thief, again, crouched behind an Iron Maiden in the medieval exhibit. It is dark. You have been crouched for a while. I assume that body is getting stiff and sore in this position. Trying to maintain your stealthiness, what do you wish to do? While I was waiting there, I'm going to see how many sets of footprints I can hear from my position and how often they go by the Iron Maiden. As you spend your time listening, do a listen check. As you listen and try to figure out what those patrols are, you will hear, if you're timing it, about every 20 minutes, two sets of feet walk by. So there's at least two. Okay. All right, I'm going to head back to the bathroom to check on uh, Professor Cripple Pants. Okay, so you're going to make a stealth roll to make your way back. I assume you'll wait until you hear those footsteps pass and then go? Yes, ma'am. Also, I'm going to take my shoes off. (gasps) You are truly a master thief. Well, museums are balanced to have more of an echo. Guards are taught to hear more footsteps. It's a good idea. Very nice. Like a ninja, passing through the night, going from display to display, keeping yourself hidden in the shadows, you will make your way back to the bathroom. And as you open the door, what is Edward's reaction? Because the door is now being opened yet again. Keeping my feet off the floor so it's not peekable through the gap. And holding my breath like a novice to stealth. Harold, as you open the door and enter, you don't hear anything. I'm going to approach one of the stalls and whisper, Ed, it's me. I could tell by the smell. All right, take your shoes off. Uh, Keep them in this stall on top of the toilet. Guards, I'm going to find them there. Another big thing, uh, if you have any trouble breathing or coughing fits or anything like that, carry a handkerchief, always keep it up to your mouth. The echo will reverberate and alert the guards if they hear it. Thank you for the good advice. This shall be very useful. I'd say taking off my shoes and doing as his other stuff says. The cane is rubber-tipped, so that's one less issue. So where do you guys go from here? I'm going to search for any uh, doorways that might be labeled basement or otherwise. 
So as you guys make your way through the museum, not knowing where the doorway or access point for the basement is, having never checked that out previously, you guys are truly flying blind. You can spot hidden or navigate or library use to kind of follow the signs, if you wish. You failed your spot hidden, but thank goodness Edward is there. So you see, they label where their basement is. It's very helpful for those of us who know how to read. I shall take your stunned silence as deep thanks. Look, I learned how to read. That, that, that's about all I learned, but I learned it at least. As Edward expertly leads you towards the doorway to the basement area, as your hand um, goes to turn that knob to push it open, you'll see that it is locked. Oh no, what a calamity. Oh no, make a luck roll. And footsteps are approaching. No chance that those footsteps are me, right? It is not you. It is guards coming, and you are now, Harold, under stress uh, to pick the door. If you're going to do that, you'll be at a minus one on that. All right. Uh, what area are we closest to? You are closest to the entry point of the museum. You aren't really in any exhibit area. You're at that that hub area where everything branches off to other exhibits. But if you were to dash, you could get to the Old West area. All right. How good do you throw an arm, old man? On a scale of yes to no, I would say no. Well, all right. I'm going to try to uh, fix this. I'm going to attempt the lockpick. Oh, I failed. Under these conditions, you're... Maybe just too frazzled, too worried, too shaky. You just can't get this lock to open. If you try to do it again, you'll be at a minus two because the footsteps are getting closer, but you can turn and run, making a stealth check. I will give you each the plus two because you have given Edward the information he needs to be more stealthy. I'm going to make a dash for it real quick. Uh Uh-huh. I'm going to toss the hip flask that Ed gave me as far as I can in the opposite direction to try and create a noise distraction. Edward, can you also make a stealth roll? And then let's do a throw check. Good job. You've got a hard success. You've thrown the hip flask and it went away from where you guys are, just not as far as you would like. But you guys are running toward the uh, Old West area. And as you round that corner and enter it, you'll see a lot of dark shapes in front of you. All right. I'm going to light my lighter to try and get a better look. As you light your lighter, it illuminates. It looks like a mannequin of a, a Native American full headdress and everything. And as you pan it around, you'll see that it is a display, like almost like a diorama of some kind of scene in the Old West. You'll see some cowboys, you'll see cavalrymen, you'll see Indians. Oh, dear. All right. Uh, how how thick's the crowd of mannequins? Not too thick, but you will see towards the back of the display what looks like a wagon. All right, old-timer, you hide in the wagon. I listen to the experts and dive on in. Hopefully it's not a solid thing there. As you jump in, it's not a covered wagon, but it is a wagon. If you lay flat, you should be okay. You shouldn't be seen. Is there enough room for both of us? Yeah. It's cozy, but there is. I'm going to steal a cowboy hat and lay down on my jacket, roll up my shirt sleeves, and put the cowboy hats on us. And once you hear footsteps, old-timer, stay as still as you can. As you guys are doing this and you get 
settled in quiet, that's when you're able to pick up the sound of a lot of footsteps outside of this exhibit area. The area that you had just come from seems to have drawn a crowd. The next thing you know, the lights on the ceiling illuminate. You will hear that chunk, chunk, chunk sound echoing throughout the museum. Listen checks for anything more. Edward, you can hear the muffled sounds of many men. And it sounds like somebody is barking orders and the other men are responding with just yes. Somebody is commanding people to go and check areas of the museum. You do definitely hear some have been commanded to check the Old West exhibit. Some of them are coming here. Shall we stay hidden? Do you think that we could perhaps hide ourselves better with a blanket somewhere? I'm going to look for if there's a blanket near the display. The stuffed horse at the front of the wagon looks like it has a horse blanket over it. I'm going to do a really stealthy grab. Just as you grab it and put it over you, that's when you hear the sound of shoes hitting the floor of the uh, exhibit area you're in. The two men, do you see anything? Thought I heard something. Nope, everything looks good here. Well, we should probably check it closer. No, it's fine. Look, no, nothing's in here. We would have seen them. It was, it's right around the corner from where we heard that thing hit. And then you'll hear them retreat out. The light's still on. I say we wait until the lights go back off. I concur. Let's cut back over to Lucky and Alvin up in a room drafting a defense, just in case their two friends here, acquaintances, end up on the wrong side of the law. So what kind of case do you think we should argue? Insanity is the first thing that comes to mind. <laughs> comes to my mind first as well. I mean, what? One's an old guy wielding a cane, the other is an up-and-coming thief. I mean, the first one's easy, but the other one? I mean, how do we want to argue him? I'm not sure, but I can't even believe they wanted to try and hang out in there tonight. Yes, it's quite a ridiculous idea. But if we believe they're going to get caught, I mean, damn, get them out. Do you think we should even post their bail or just leave them in there? Depends on if they rat us out. But I don't know why they would do that, though. I mean, what would they rat us out for? True, co-conspirators of some sort. Yeah, but it'd be easy to defend our case. True. They would have no claim, I mean... how they probably don't even know... what they could even get. And how, what lawyers can they afford, I mean... Definitely. They're gonna have to depend on our goodwill. Mm-hmm. We think insanity for the first one. You Can you write that up? But the second one, what do you think we should write it for that? I can I can get on that. They think we should... Man, who, who even knows? What, what could we get from him? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> you can make a law roll. It does come to mind that he's a delinquent. He's young, perhaps asking the court for mercy. Oh, we could go for a plea deal. Maybe. Maybe. That's probably our best bet with him. I wouldn't be surprised if he has a record already on the books, so... Yeah, that'd probably add to his time, though. We don't want him in any federal prison. You know? Get him in a state one and get him out on parole as quick as possible. Well, I'll start writing this one up. Can you write up the other one? It's definitely going to be easier. Yeah, I'll get on that one. Okay. Then want to review ours? Just double-check it. We don't want anything... Suspicious happening here. 
Are you asking him to exchange write-ups in order to... To check our work, yes. Okay, yeah. <laughs> All right, so you guys put your heads down and just start writing on legal pads, paper, whatever you found. And we'll check in with you guys in a little bit. Edward and Harold, it is a hard, hard wagon that you are lying in. Your bodies are getting stiff. Those lights shining in your eyes seem to be there for a long time. But if you were to check a watch, it's only about an hour, hour and a half before they're mercifully shut off. As your eyes adjust and you begin to uh, relax a little bit more, that's when you realize you know your bodies have gotten a little stiff, probably holding a lot of tension during that time, hoping you weren't discovered. Let's get moving. All right. You first. I'm old. I can't feel my legs anymore. All right. We got to move quick and uh, just head straight back to the door. Right, right. Let's hurry up and get this key. You want us to do stealth checks? Sure. You guys slowly, probably due to uh, stiffness and soreness, but slowly you guys make your way out to that entrance of uh, the Old West exhibit. You can hear guards in the distance. The museum is dark again. Back towards the entrance, you can see that there are Two guards there. There's a small desk lamp on. The ones at the little guard desk seem to be relaxed, though. Not really, like, on the hyper alert. So what do you want to do? You think there's another way in? I suppose that there would be another entrance we could pick our way through. Or rather, you could. Maybe a window. Uh, is the basement door in eyesight of the two guards? If they were to turn around, yes. I'm gonna try to stealth it. All right, old timer. Here's the situation, all right? Now, let's get this 100% straight. How old are you? I hardly see how that's relevant. Well, because... My buddy Jonesy's grandpops had this thing called old-timer's disease where you get confused and stuff. I could be your loving nephew who was just so worried that his uncle got lost and didn't want to get him in trouble. One, that's Alzheimer's. Two, I doubt anyone could see you and think that you're loving. Well, hurtful. But does that sound like a good plan to you? Are we deciding to give up? Just be walked out of this place with a pat on the back for all of our effort? No, but if they pull their guns on us, if, if I drop my lockpicks, we need to have a backup plan. I have a backup plan. I pull out my gun. Her name is Maria. Look, look, I know I'm a bad person, but these guys are just trying to do their jobs, you know? I would rather not kill them. Fine, fine. You kids nowadays have no backbone. We'll go with your plan, then. All right. I'm going to stealth up. He's now got to pick the door. No longer under stress. No uh, guards are coming this way yet. You uh, feel the lock disengage. And you slowly open the door, praying it doesn't creak. And you see a stairway before you. Now you just need to get Edward with you. Or was he with you? I thought he was behind me. Edward, let's see that stealth. I quickly shut the door. <laughs> you could spend six luck. Make that a success. At the risk of being shot, yes. Okay. You both get into the stairwell and shut the door behind you. Darkness. Lock it back. Okay. Lock the door. It's dark. Again, stairs heading down into a basement. You can try to find a switch, but... You do risk that the light will shine through the bottom of the door if you were to turn them on here. 
You're going to make your way down in the dark or you're going to use a lighter? What are you doing? I guess I'll use my lighter when we get like off of the steps. You're feeling and, and going through the steps. You'll feel them kind of turn. You'll like hit a landing. They'll turn. And you'll go down another flight. You definitely feel the air change. It's much cooler down here. When you flip your lighter, you can see that you're in some kind of storage area. There's a lot of long tables. Some have items on them. Some have boxes, papers. You'll see shelves with lots of stuff on them, as well as some doors close to you. But your light doesn't shine all the way to the other end of the room. All right, I'll look for a light switch. Uh, can I do a listen check to see if anybody is down here? Sure. Neither of you hear anyone. For Harold, on the floor above where you are now, you can hear the footsteps of somebody walking up above you, but nobody in this area. All right, let's uh, let's get to looking. Okay, you flip a light switch on and you'll see... Some wall lights illuminate the room. It's lit up enough that people can work. And you can see that there are several doors, shelves, boxes, and everything. So not enough, though, that it's going to shine up the stairwell out the door. All right. Is there a window or a another door out of here? At the highest parts of the wall, you'll see some basement windows that are Smallish, maybe 18 inches high, two feet wide. I'm going to take one of the uh, ladders from the display shelves and such and prop it up against it. Uh, Most museums have some sort of file system where they keep things organized. Do you remember who donated this stuff? Eddie? What should I roll for my character to remember? Let's make a luck roll. Can I roll int instead? Int instead. Sure. Offhand, you weren't really listening to Lucky when he was talking to that guy at the desk, probably because you don't really care to listen to your acquaintances in whatever they say. I was drunk. I'm still drunk. All right. I'm going to roll to see if I can remember it. You remember Lucky only mentioning it at the desk at the museum? Lucky, would you have told them all the information prior? Would you have been that nice? I don't think I would. I said it once in the house. Okay, so if you said it in the house, then he may have heard it. All right, I'll, I'll let you do it. Make that in. Perhaps they sort it by item donated rather than by name. Let's make library use rolls. Last, I think these men are using the Finnish Dewey Decimal System. The Doofenshmarf and Hoffentech? No, that's Swiss. Damn it, I knew the Doofenshmarf and Hockendijk. You can push the rolls. If you can do something to give yourself a better advantage, you can re-roll. Okay, if we looked at the file system, newer files would be less crumpled, and probably have less dust on them. Mm, Probably have, the nearby files would have uh, shift marks or fingerprints in the dust if they were going through them. Now, if I remember my academics, the dust will be much better than Handel's wear and tear. Look for the dust. I could have swore I remember it starting with an A. Edward, you're going to go the least dusty item must be the thing? Yes. Harold, you are going to do, I think it started with A, so you're just going to start there? I was going to go for what had the most shifted dust around it, like it had been put in. Then do the same, spot hidden. No, you're looking in areas, just not the area you need, unless you want to spend two luck. Nah. But luckily, Edward, you are able to locate some... Items that appear to be newly brought in, they're in boxes. They don't have the same kind of tags as items already 
in the place. So possibly they're newly arrived? See, the secret about academics is that none of them actually read the books. As you start to go through the uh, boxes that are there pulling items out, you'll find what is basically a, a manifest. And you'll see a name written on it. It'll say estate colon Jervis Dudley. And it'll list lots of items. It'll list some books. It'll list some artwork. But the one item that you're searching for, it does mention key, comma, silver. Uh, you know it is somewhere. Find anything, old timer? Possibly something relevant. Look at this. Silver key. Hmm. All right. Point me to the direction. Uh, I'll start going through boxes. Are you guys trying to be quiet or are you just trying to be quick? Quiet. The night is young. We can be quiet. All right, let's go back to the hotel with our two attorneys drafting their defenses. What's going on over there? Still riding away. How long does it take us to write these? Oh, you guys, you guys are fantastic attorneys. Probably in an hour doing not having any law books, you can't cite precedent, but you can get your general reasonable defense written down. You've got a good idea, a good base. Time has passed. Yeah. Okay. Who do you think is going to get caught first? Oh, Edward. He has no talent for this. You think, Edward? Because... If he gets caught first, we plan insanity, but he rats out Harold. It might look a little bad for it. What do you think we should do to think? So I'm, you know, looking over your thing. It, it seems like this, we might have to deal with this. You're looking at what he's written up? I assume if we finish, we'd be looking at each other's. Do a library use. He's very good. He's a really thorough attorney he's done a good good job writing this up I, I mean he actually probably is does a little better job than you because he actually lo- seems to know the law doesn't rely on charm I mean that's just incorrect we all know that just need a money and a good smile what do you think we should argue in that case, because we know he's not going to s- shut up when they're arresting him. Well, we're already going insanity, but he's a babbling idiot. <laughs> oh, that's, that is fair. I think this will be good for tonight, then. What do you want to do to kill the rest of the time? I don't know. I'm starting to wonder if maybe we ought to go back in the general area and see if the entire police force shows up. We want to stay completely clear, and we should stay completely clear. If they get caught, we shouldn't be anywhere near them. If they pull us into it because they see us nearby... Actually, speaking of alibi, we should go down and stay at the bar. Because if they try to pull us in there and we can get someone to vouch for that we were there, I mean, it only helps us, doesn't it? Makes perfect sense to me. Alvin, make a spot hidden or a psychology roll. Got a little better in spot hidden. And I will say that when Lucky takes your uh, write-up and reads it, he spends a long time reading it. Like, he's being very thorough. So is that making sense to you there, buddy? Seems like it's getting really in-depth for you. We gotta, you know, cross the T's, dot all the I's. Insanity might be pretty hard to argue, because they put him into an asylum. We might not get him out. So... Just just double-checking. So you guys are going to head down to the bar, get an alibi? Yep. My attorney's always covering their own asses. Okay. <laughs> In character. Back into the basement as you guys go through all the estate items. You do eventually happen upon a key. It appears to be silver. Hark, a key. It's even silver. 
I'm going to grab that and then I'm going to show it to Edward, but then I'm going to sleight of hand it down my arm. God, I hope you fumble sleight of hand. Edward, just like that, the key was there. Quite the nice trick. And it's just a little something I picked up from one of my bosses. Used it to hide knives whenever there were cops nearby. And this way, even if we do get busted, I have a place to hide it. Are you sure this is the key? Uh, it is a key. Hmm. Take a look at it for me. And I'm going to slide it back out through my jacket and hand it to him real quick. All right. What do you want to do when you look at it? You're just looking at it. Are you trying to appraise it? Do you want to roll a cult? Can I roll history? Sure. It looks like an old key. Very old. Oh, it certainly matches the descriptions I've read of it. I'll roll a cult. There are markings on it, but you can't quite tell what they are. The key is intricately designed, but not as intricate as other artifacts you have seen come through the the cult. If this is supposed to be an artifact that is supposed to bring about a very powerful and great ritual, it just doesn't look like it has that kind of gravitas to it. But then again, looks can be deceiving. I believe this is it, yes. Alright. Here. And I'm just gonna take it back and slide it back in. And Even if it ain't worth nothing, I could probably hock it at a pawn shop. Key secured, now what? You wanna try and steal anything else? Might be able to make a pretty penny even though we ain't getting none. Well, we could. Hmm. Perhaps in the historical document section there is your mother's birth certificate. Make luck rolls. Edwards, as you're just making uh, scathing jokes about uh, Harold's mother, you're not really looking for anything. But Harold, you've heard jokes about your mom before. But you kind of go through some other items. You see some pieces that look like something to you. They might be worth a few bucks, especially to a pawn shop up in Boston. Get you a few dollars. Why not? All right, I'm going to pocket them. Hey, Eddie. You know, talking about my mom, it got me thinking. She had such fond memories of you dropping her off at school. Yes, college was a wild time for us both. Let's be away. All right, let's get out of here. You guys going to go up through the ladder? You going to go back up the stairs? We're going out through the ladder. I'm going up the ladder. Who's going first? I'll let the geezer get up first. So, Edward, as you go up, you're able to kind of open the window from the inside easily enough. It It's tough to get it uh, open enough to get your body out. It's pretty tight for you, but you're able to squeeze out of it. Once you're outside, there's bushes there. You can be hidden from anyone if there's somebody patrolling the grounds outside. Can I make a spot check just to see if there's anything stupid that would make loud sounds or a guard nearby? Yeah. It looks clear. All right, I guess I'm going to head out. As you stick your head out, you'll notice that it is pretty quiet. That doesn't mean it will remain that way. Also, you're very aware there is no car out here for you. You would be leaving on foot. So that will pose a problem. The other thing you notice is hmm, you might be a little too big for the window. It's going to be a very tight squeeze. Unless, of course, you can get this actual window pane out of the way. I guess I'm going for tight squeeze. Wait. Okay. Hebrews and Egyptians used sacred oils in ceremonies. 
I used to grow up in a Catholic church that they used uh, sacred oil for, uh, you know, baptizing babies and stuff like that. They said it was based off of a Hebrew tradition. Now, what if there was a jar of that? Now, if I get stuck, I'm going to have to get back out, but I'm going to look for a jar of oil, too. Let's try and squeeze through. Let's roll the luck. What are my hotel people doing? You're at the bar. You've been at the bar. You've had a couple drinks. You've flirted with a waitress. Lucky. You've definitely set up your alibi. And what are you doing now? Where we have to go? We're fine chilling. I thought it was mentioned to head back over that way. And we shut it down because it would ruin the alibi. Or if they pulled us in, it would only hurt us. You're literally going to leave them high and dry. Okay. Hell yeah. They can cover their own asses. We told them not to stay. Wow. Survival of the fittest. Alvin wants to go. He can go, but <laughs> it sounds like a dumb idea to me. Well, since Alvin doesn't have a car, if we're going to go, you're going to be the one taking us, so. Yeah. Well. Maybe Alvin can talk you into it. Okay, Alvin, give it your best. If they by chance get out, us being there to get them out of the area might be a a good thing. I'm not saying hang out right in front of the museum, but be in the area so that if we do see them trying to sneak away, we can assist them in getting out of there. But wouldn't it just be easier for them to go to a phone booth and, like, I call? Yeah, they don't even know where to call. Yeah, they don't know where to call. <laughs> I mean, I could do it. Uh, well, I'll check the watch. What time? Uh, it is probably about 11 p.m. How about this? We'll do a quick, well, I can't drive. I've just been drinking. Let's do a quick round, one in the morning. We'll drive by. If we don't see them. We'll let them survive the night. They're tough. Okay. Hey, you know mechanics, why don't you just take out the joints of this window so you could squeeze on through? Now, Harold can get out. There's substances in there. Are they lubricants or oils? Doesn't really know. Can I try and do a dex check real quick? Sure. You finagle and have to move things around. It's really tough. There's a lot of pinching and poking and pulling and scratches and shirts ripped, pants ripped. But by the time you get out the window, which thankfully you're out, you look a mess. At least I'm out of there. Come on, let's go. Right. If anyone asks, I shall say that you lost a fight with a dog. Two dogs. Give me two stealth rolls to make sure you guys can get out of this property. As you hawk across the parking area heading out towards that main entrance, you do see a guard at a gate. Well, old timer, I could probably jump the gate. What about you? I don't feel quite so lucky. Is there bobbed wire over the gate? No. All right. Let's see. All right, so how do we get you out of here? All right, just one guard? One guard. The other was called in to search the museum. I'm going to sneak up behind him. Okay. Stealth check? Or... Yep, let's hope you don't blow it. We'll deal with a startled man. Can I use Dex to pull my gun out? Sure. You'll probably have the faster decks anyway. So as you approach, you do see he hears you. He'll turn around, perhaps thinking it's his partner coming back to relieve him. As you step closer, you start to draw your gun. He turns, sees you, and I will let you have one action before he does his thing. All right, I'm going to try to intimidate him. Let's hear that intimidation followed by a roll. Look, buddy, you ain't got any backup, and I got seven shots in here. And I've killed many men with much less. Now, I just want to go home. I got a little lost. I just need you to open up that gate, and we'll all leave nicely. 
But if you don't, I'm afraid somebody else is going to be raising your kid. Come on, you got more to deal with than that. Look at me. I couldn't barely carry anything out there. You know that you can walk away from this, but you won't if you choose not to. The man looks at you, looks at the gun, sighs, puts his hands up, indicates with his head that you can go through the gate. His eyes will kind of flash to a, a button there that you can hit that'll open it. Good boy. All right, now, nobody has to hear about this, all right? At that, he'll kind of shake his head, say, I'll give you five minutes, but then I got to call it in. All right, I'm going to just run towards the button. He's not going to do anything. He's going to let you hit the button, open the gate, and walk out. But in five minutes, he will call it in. All right. He's not going to lose his job for you. Eddie, I'm going to need you to run as fast as you can. I hear you. All right, let's run. And now we run. We're going to have you run out through the gate, down the way. You're going to stick to the road, or you're going to start going like through grass areas behind buildings and just try to... I don't know if you'd be... All right, running through these things. You might trip and break another leg. I don't think you can afford two canes, old timer. Now, what do you think? Should we split up? Or do you think you can risk it? Well, he only saw your face, so I'll take the main road. You take the low road, and we'll meet up in the morning. Make luck rolls. As luck would have it, you guys guys don't get accosted, but you guys are on foot the whole night. It's winter. It's freezing. No cabs to be seen at this time of night. Walking uh, towards the hotel. By the time you guys get there, and I'm being very generous saying that you guys know what hotel. By the time you guys get there, you guys are frozen, near frostbite. Very cold, and you probably are going to take a little bit of damage and probably also end up a little sick. So that will affect you the next time you guys do something. Hey, guys. uh, I got the key. (laughs) Look at that. They made it out. Miracles never cease. They never does. I guess we can throw out those documents now. Yeah, we'll need them someday. Yeah, probably. So did anyone see you, or was it flawless? One guy did, but he let us go. Think he'll matter, or doesn't? who cares? Probably, but my natural <laughs> boy's charm will help us there. Let's, let's not exaggerate ourselves here. Let's... Get you guys into a room or something. Don't you tearing up the place. All I need is a stiff whiskey. See, I'm as fresh as Daisy. Where are you going to get this whiskey? I'm going to get it from my friend Sal. Tell him, Sal. I'm just looking at nothing. Yes. Okay. Well, let's get you to bed and get out of this place in the morning. I can do it myself. And I'm just going to face plant. Yeah. He seems unwell. To say the least. Alvin, why don't you help me get him up? He'll reluctantly help you. As you uh, move him and get him settled, you'll hear the, the clink clink of the key falling out of his sleeve. So all of you will see the key. And as you all stare at it, Lucky and Alvin make occult rolls. Lucky, you can tell that that's the key. The markings on it truly indicate it. You recognize them, but whether or not you tell the others would be up to you. Could you head that back to B? We'll hand it back in the when you get to the bed. 
right now, you probably shouldn't be carrying anything. Thank you. I'll continue carrying him to his room. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, you throw him in the bed. Edward also pretty worse for wear for the night, not as bad as Harold, but he is sick. He's an old man who's been walking in the middle of winter at night. He too is not well, but you guys can all get settled. Our cultists all go to bed when you wake up in the morning and pack up ready to leave to head back to Boston. I assume you'll stop, grab breakfast, and it seems that the city is a buzz. Apparently there was a break-in at the Smithsonian. Still unknown as to what was taken or who it was, there is a description of a person that, if you guys were to read it, it could be describing a lot of people. But it does mention that this individual did threaten a guard with a gun. A flask was left found in the museum. They're working that to see if they can uh, find out if there's a way to figure out who owns it. And that's pretty much all they have at this point in time. I'm going to go through my classic redo. All right. You see what you do is you, uh, you slick your hair back or you uh, part it in a different way. Wear glasses, keep a pair of glasses. If you don't wear glasses, go blind for a little bit. Change every form of clothing you had. Don't even wear the same kind of pants. Wear a hat if you want to. So My trick has just been not getting caught doing illegal things. But Sounds like something a bitch would do. Sounds like something a blood-sucking lawyer would do. I don't suck blood, but I'm a lawyer. So what do you suck? Your money. That's neither here nor there. Let's get out of this place before someone suspects anything. And I assume you guys will all get in the car and drive back to Boston? Indeed. If anybody doesn't want to do anything else, I will close it here on our wonderful cultist night at the museum. You first. I'm old. I can't feel my legs anymore. You know, originally I wrote 48, but I guess I'm just playing him as like 68. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> I'm uh, just, I'm looking, I'm like, how old is he? And I'm like, fuck these two. You know? <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> these guys here. I can't believe them. Right. <laughs> I'm not even 30. 40, almost 50 is like eons from now. I just turned 20, man. Oh, Psychotron, help me out, brother. (laughs) Alvin, make a spot hidden or a psychology roll. Got a little better in spot hidden, but that doesn't matter. (laughs) Okay. Jiminy H. Christmas, Alvin. I don't think I've passed a single roll tonight. Do you want to spend 43 luck to pass? I mean, you want to spend 43 luck to pass. Technically, I could. I have that much. Do it. Do it. (laughs) Um. All right. So, how do we get you out of here? Just kill the guard. Yeah, but. You could just knock the guard out, chokehold them, kill them. You I have just, a gun. I mean, you are a cultist. Sacrifice them to but gods. you could also talk your way out. There's a lot of options. Since you can't be sneaky sneaky all night. If anybody doesn't want to do anything else, I will close it here. On our wonderful cultist night at the museum. And no one died. I was promised death. I know. 
There is still time yet. You could start singing on the way back. <laughs> Whoa, guys, my safety wasn't on the whole. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I love it. It's like your cultists. Well, we don't have to kill anybody. Um, yeah. Kill them. Um, Death. You're insane cultists, but okay. You're a heart of gold cultist. Only person that's <laughs> killed someone yet. I'm oh. disappointed. You killed someone? No, I don't even talking about. You just said I'm the only one that's killed someone. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I never said that. <laughs> ah, all right, we're gonna get rid of Craig. Um, we're gonna see what happens. Right now, the cultists have three artifacts. The uh, the um, derp agents have one. Yeah. So who on the group has one? I have one. Skies has one, and Soup has one now, right? Well, all of you have rocks. Well, yeah, but we don't know how that works. You don't know how that works. Oz here, just chiming in at the end to say thanks for continuing to support us with your ears, bumping us by word of mouth, and even with Patreon donations, which is pretty awesome. If you aren't on our Discord, feel free to come on by and get it without a net welcome. If you are, you know how we do. We couldn't continue to do this without your support and feedback, so if you do have feedback, this is me personally begging you to let us know. We know we can always do better, and we love to know when we're doing well. Anyway, a couple of disclaimers. The music you heard and the intro and the outro was from the Great Old Ones and Other Beings album by Graham Plowman. You can find that on YouTube. It is some excellent Call of Cthulhu music. Call of Cthulhu 7th edition is produced by Chaosium Inc. Without a net podcast has no affiliation with Chaosium Inc. We just think 7th edition is pretty bomb, and we're going to go ahead and try it out. We get no kickbacks from Chaosium, nor do we expect any, although that may change in the future, but probably not. I hope you all had a wonderful time listening to this, and we will see you next week.